everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast, and we are really excited today. We are talking about Hallmark movies and what we are going to be seeing in the month of May. Going to be a lot of fun. And today I have special guests with me. We have Hannah and Katie from One Kiss Meets Forever podcast. They've been on our show a number of times. And thank you so much, ladies, for coming on the podcast. Hello. Thanks for having us back. Yes. We're always happy to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we haven't talked since Christmas. Uh, but yeah. So how has your 2022 been? Been going? It's been adventurous, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, as I don't know if some of you might know, if you listen to One Kiss Means Forever, I moved away from New York. Hannah and I were famously New York kids, but I am now a, a, a Clevelandite. Oh. Clevelander? I don't know what we call ourselves here. So, um, But so thank God for the internet and things like this so we can continue <laughs> to podcast and do things with you and others. Yeah. Okay. How are you liking the Midwest? Um, it has, uh, winter lasts a long time here. Um, <laughs> so I'm, ex- I'm excited. Spring is sort of starting to, to nudge in a little bit. So happy about that. Although last time I went to New York, I went to New York in March. It was so cold. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, we, our, our weather over here in New York is, um, uh, let's go with temperamental. Yeah. True. It was this year, it's like, it has, I have gone from like winter jacket to t-shirt back to winter jacket it's yeah. insane yeah layers are a necessity <laughs> i remember having to do coat check through may so yeah yeah you're right yeah. <laughs> new york is the same yeah it just feels more here because of yeah. that lake stuff so oh yeah because i i served mission for my church in indiana so it was right near nearby oh. there, pretty close and yeah oh yeah that lake effect yeah, that'll do it. It's brutal. <laughs> but Hannah, have you been? I have been pretty good. I just got a new day job. So oh. I am, you know, life changes all around mm-hmm. over here at One Kiss Means Forever. <laughs> what, you, what you doing? Nothing super exciting. You know, yeah. I'm an administrative assistant, mm-hmm. but just, hey. you know, more money for nicer people. There, there you go. Living <laughs> the dream. So you know goals. That's good. Uh, have you been able to see any shows? I'm going like once a week or more. Last oh, week I saw three shows. Oh I'm like gosh, exhausted. Life. But I've been really jealous of Hannah's Instagram, just like staring at afar. <laughs> yeah. Well, I keep like it. You know, it's it's sort of like by accident where I'll like see like oh there's a free show and i could get tickets if i do this and i just do it and then i they're like okay here are your free tickets and i'm like oh right (laughs) now i have to go to this thing (laughs) yeah like this past week it was tuesday wednesday thursday and tuesday and wednesday i didn't pay for (laughs) wow that's great yeah i everything's coming up hannah I just yeah. did here in um, Utah, did my second professional theater review mm-hmm. uh, for a, um, a theater uh, called the West Valley uh, Performing Arts Center. And nice. uh, I reviewed their their um, uh, take on Little Women. And, okay. and uh, so that was really fun. I, I mean, I really do like that Broadway musical. Yeah. And they did sure. a great job. And, uh, but I know how, I know it, uh, the feeling a little bit because I, I got the tickets for free. And when I got up to the day, I was kind of like, uh, I'm tired. Right. You, get, you get like, <laughs> oh, right. I have to like, because <laughs> like, also the, that is one of the, I don't even know if it's spoken. I don't know that, like, it's just something I feel like I've known forever. But if the tickets are free, you are going and you're sitting through the whole thing. End of story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, and so, but whenever I feel that that like uh, feeling, I'm, I'm always glad that I, when I go, like I, there's never been a, I can't think of a single instance where I'm like, why did I waste my time? That, that is always good. <laughs> it's like I learned my lesson. Fight laziness. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know, with you know the pandemic and everything, I got into a doing multiple things in one week mm-hmm. is just like it feels hard it does and then, and then to almost 
go from zero to a hundred in terms of like, you know, mm-hmm. one thing a week, maybe <laughs> or nothing yeah. to three to four things a week. I'm like, you don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> Everything in moderation, yeah. including yeah. your schedule. Well, I know, but it was, it was unintentional. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's kind of hard to get back into this the swing of things a little bit, but you have to push yourself to do it. Yeah, well, yeah, really but it, it was definitely a like, oh, this is the only day that this I can get this for this price or no right. price. So uh, I guess I'm going this day. Out of all those shows, do you have a favorite recent one? Um, that was your- I guess my my two favorites that I've seen recently. I I really loved this uh, production of uh, Take Me Out. I thought okay, it was I saw really that. good. Um, and I loved A Strange Loop. Oh, it's so cool. Um, and so like interesting and, and different in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I got, to, I saw take me out at, when I, on my trip. Uh, it's definitely not Hallmark friendly. <laughs> no, it is not. It is not Hallmark friendly at all. No. Um, the, yeah, you, you, I mean the amount of like just straight on, like full minutes oh, oh of yeah full frontal a lot of <laughs> going on there um, sounds like i need to take a trip to new york <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right uh but my favorite was the little shop of horrors yeah. oh i that that i saw that pre-pandemic so mm-hmm. that one uh yeah, it's a really fun production. Yeah, so, they did a, a really. Who, I'm not sure who's in it now. I can't remember their I, names, but they did a great job. And yeah. I, I had yeah, never cause... gone to off Broadway before. Oh, um, really? So that was that was really fun. It, it's just, it's yeah. a little more intimate of an experience. Yeah. It. So when I when I saw Little Shop, it was um, Jonathan Groff in lead. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, and then I knew which Jeremy is great. Gordon except he he famously. Uh, is a bit of a spit singer. Oh no! <laughs> and I was in the front row, and it, again, it's a small theater. Yeah. So it's a little like, oh my god, no! <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing that actually about him and Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, like he—he's famously like it's—it's it's a little gross if you're too close. Yeah. All you have to do is watch the the Hamilton on Disney Plus and just like watch him, and it's like, are you wearing lip balm? No, yeah. that's just your spit. Yeah. But it's fun to watch anyway. Yeah. Well, not that this is a Broadway podcast, but uh, <laughs> but we, we don't have that many movies to preview, so I figured we'll just have fun. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, how have you felt this uh, this Hallmark 2022 has been in general? Do you feel like they've been it's been strong or not so strong? What do you think? Um, what do you think, Katie? Honestly, I feel like to to the front of my brain if 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 the curve is just one kiss then this has been great like cuz i thought just one kiss was probably one of the better hallmark movies i've ever seen yeah but the rest of them so far on honestly kind of boring to me yeah <laughs> i've i've just been a little bit like eh i don't know when i when it comes to live tweeting i'm sort of half watching and getting the gist um i'm hoping that this may proves a little bit different but that's just my opinion yeah what do you think anna i have to completely agree you know like yeah they're just other than just one kiss cuz i think just one uh, just one kiss is fantastic and i loved it um but yeah, I'm just sort of like, I, I don't even feel like they're bad. They're just dull. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not excited by them even while watching. And there have been a couple where I've, there's been like shouting at the screen. Like, why would you make that choice? Like, <laughs> like what is happening? Why aren't you, why aren't you communicating has seemed to be the, <laughs> the, the arc. And not even in a way that, you know, Hannah and I always make fun of, or that's the, the point of our podcast is to sort of, sort of scream, cry, yell, laugh, love, and hate these, these movies. But it, but it almost seems like most of our tweeting has been, you are terrible at communicating and we could fix this movie right now kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> like never really good. manufactured. It's never good when you feel like a, a five minute conversation would solve all the conflict of the film. Right. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. And and that's what yeah. was so good about uh, Just One Kiss is that they had like real conflict that mm-hmm. they didn't they like- had real conflict but also I felt like they were understanding about things like oh, you didn't magically appear in this world of mm-hmm. my life without baggage. Yeah. Yeah, well and it was yeah, I mean that was a great <laughs> line when he says like Dating people is complicated. You just pop into each other's lives, and right, yeah. like I, yeah. I think that's what I love the most about that movie. It was, it was just like, you know, of course, Broadway people. I was always going to love it. Yeah, of course, it was just all there. But um, Santino for life. I, oh, I, like it was, it was genuinely well written, mm-hmm. and they felt like real people. Yeah, yeah, and and just to kind of go on that train, just one second, like for a second. I feel like a lot of Hallmark movies really have to like create bonkers stuff out of nothing or mm-hmm. there's like we here's the plot here are the antics here's the like you know waka 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 like all these right. things are happening the party planning etc but when you have something like just one kiss where ultimately if you break down the action of this movie I guess there's not a lot of action but it was interesting to watch because you're really learning about these two people who are interesting in their own right Mm -hmm. they were complicated like marital situations and divorce and sobriety and you know and artistry and etc etc and I think that's enough and if you have a good writer romance blossoms just from those things you don't need to plan a party you don't need to like save the ranch all the time Yeah, that was my problem with the Wedding Veil movies is I thought the plots were so boring. I, I enjoyed the the time when they were together, the three of them, when, in any of the movies. I thought that was fun. But, like, I don't know. It's just like, couldn't they have thought of something more interesting for them to do than, like, mm-hmm. her planning the benefit in the first one? The second one was, I don't know, like, a lot of research. In Italy. And it, I yeah. don't know. I mean, it was my favorite, which surprised me. I I didn't think it would be, but, uh, but I don't know. It's just underwhelmed. Fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I think the second one was my favorite, but I also, you know, it sort of fits in with like, I think they were doing the least Mm -hmm. in that regard, but uh, you know, they're just like in love with Italy. This. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, All you have to do is show me Italy and I'm fine. Like (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Well, it was it was very specifically Autumn Reeser is in love with Italy. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm done with all of these Italian food, Italian based <laughs> things. Like I, th- I think we even said it on our Twitter. Like I, I need to stop craving pasta and desserts. Like when watching these movies, and it seems like the majority of the movies this year have been like have your food, chocolate, wine at the ready because that's what you're going to see for two hours. Yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like, I've got a some... wedding to get fit for. Right. <laughs> like, can you see some Chinese food just to shake things up a little bit? Right. I would, that'd be okay. I'd be yeah. okay to like add dumplings into the mix right. or something. <laughs> we need we need more like Asian American stories anyway. So get that in. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. I mean, I was personally pretty disappointed with – uh, the second chance, second chance of love, and the um, and the love unclassified or classified. I liked love classified. I thought love classified was a different kind of love story. And I'm not even just talking about the like the addition of lesbians, and I'm very happy about that with with Hallmark. Thank God. Yeah. But I liked that it was sort of like the love actually of Hallmark, where we got a lot of different people, and it was kind of a different different plot formula, which I appreciated. Yeah, I mean, but you're I, right about the second chance one. That yeah, was that just was, boring. It was so frustrating because they had an incredible cast, and yeah. I just didn't like any of the characters. I didn't care. It felt very, I don't know, like it felt soap opera, but not in a fun soap opera way. Mm-hmm. In a like, I don't know, just dragging uh, to me, and I, I, I just didn't like any of the characters, and that was the problem. Yeah. And I do sometimes feel like Hallmark feels like if they're going to tell a diverse story, they have to make it a drama. Right? I would have yeah, loved for there. that cast to have been a light, fun, bubbly rom-com. But yeah. it wasn't. It was just, it was a downer. Yeah. I, I was upset by that one. Yeah. It was a bummer. Like, I, I was just, I, I kind of felt like. We have not established these characters 
with boundaries and I feel like they're all messing with their own lives and like this was another one where I was like you just need to be better at communicating yeah and like I'm I'm frustrated by how bad you're at it you are at it just because like I you I don't even think you need therapy for this I think you know what you need to do well it's (laughs) always hard in a romance when you feel like these people should not be together at all like they don't even like each other let alone love (laughs) (laughs) and I especially felt that about uh uh the younger couple yeah Yeah. right they they didn't seem on the same page at all I was like they're not picking up on each other's hints like they're on different planets yeah and my problem with love classified is that First of all, I felt like it was not the movie that I was sold. So I was going in hoping for like a light bubbly rom-com. And then it was like kind of family drama. So that was disappointing. But then also, I just thought Catherine McNamara's character was really irritating to me. I mean, she she was just nonsensical. And it's it's fine if she's an unlikable character. I don't I or a flawed character. I like that. But she breaks up with her girlfriend because her girlfriend is treating her mother as a doctor. That's that and makes somehow she was supposed to know that. That makes know? no like, sense. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. Also, and like part of it, they were like, "Wouldn't you pick up on the last name? Their last name is Bloom." Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's not Smith, but it's very close. <laughs> I frankly didn't understand why the doctor, I forget her name, but I, I don't understand why she was interested in this woman. Frankie. Why would you be interested in, a, except for, you know, like attractiveness, she's a beautiful woman. Pretty and blonde. Aside from that, why would you be interested in somebody who's going to dump you dump you because you're doing your job? Like, I, I mean, it, it sort of was also on this level of like, is, uh, the one thing I will say about that, like, you know, all show me all the lesbian romances. I'm happy for that to be mm-hmm. on Hallmark Channel. I didn't really need the, like, I'm going to turn this straight woman aspect. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, like, and it, you wouldn't be, not that you would be surprised, but I would think that his, his reaction was just kind of like, uh, okay. like, yeah, I, I would be like, Oh, cool. You know, I don't know. I just felt like his reaction was probably not what most people would, would have, but uh, I don't know. I just didn't love it. And I was really wanting to love it, but uh, Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I, I think the it diversity the is great, but I, I think uh, that I, w- I just didn't like well, her character. I don't know. The, honestly, the one romance that I felt most connected to, I saw the least of, which was the brother and the Yeah. Oh, girl. yeah. I agree. I needed to know everything about her because, like, the first time you see her, she's walking around with, like, a book saying something about love and lust or something like that. And I was like, I need – you're my best friend. You're flaunting your romance novel to the world. I need your story so much. You know, like, she was clearly the coolest character. Absolutely. (laughs) I didn't get enough of her. But Hallmark (laughs) needs to watch Single All the Way from Netflix last year and know that they can make – Films with LGBTQ leads that are light, fun, bubbly rom-coms. It does not have to be a drama. It can be a fun rom-com. Absolutely. <laughs> and there is absolutely, I mean, if from our lips to Hallmark's ears, there is a a, a need for it. Like how mm. many people were tweeting along with us last for Love Classify that are part of the LGBTQ community that are like, yay, finally my representation. I have a lot of friends who would love to have their who are love Hallmark movies and they would yeah. love to have their stories told on Hallmark all the time. Like there is a need and there is a market. So like get it done, man. I agree. For sure. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies March store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. 
Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies. We've stalled long enough. (laughs) We're going to be be previewing the movies for May and uh, looking forward to it. I forget what they even are calling this season. I don't even remember. Uh, (laughs) I want to say it's they're like classifying it like either as just like nothing yeah i don't, like, I don't think they you know like when you when you open the the app that they have uh-huh. it, it's all in their like bonus originals for may so Heat, like heating up for summer I don't know. <laughs> like so it really feels like it's nothing yeah all right well our first movie is called warming up to you and this is on the 7th of may Hallmark Channel. It's got Cindy Busby, Christopher Russell, Caitlin Stryker, who we've had all three of them on our podcast. So we, you know, fan of the cast. Um, This is director Christopher Will Wolf, who has uh, has um, directed all these people multiple times, and uh, and it has it has four writers for this movie, which is kind of intense. Uh, Pamela Rice, W. Stewart, Stephen Kent, and Christy Wolf all credited as writing. So okay. there's a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, um, hands in the kitchen this time, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's Kate Wolf is a fitness instructor who leaves Los Angeles to take a job at her best friend's wellness retreat. To her surprise, A-list actor Rick Steele is assigned by the studio to train with her for his new feature film. Not only does the duo make a breakthrough athletically, but they also equally break through some personal walls and find an unexpected friendship that is put at risk when Rick's co-star is also sent to train with Kate. So what do you think, Hannah, about that one? Okay, so based on the summary... Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I would have this reaction, but I have seen enough of the promos now uh-huh. that this movie is making me really worried. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the biggest thing for me is Christopher Russell's, I don't know if we're calling it a fat suit or like a belly. I, I don't I'm know. calling it's it like, his Thor belly. It's really uncomfortable and i'm really upset that they put it in and it's so like obviously like a pillow under his shirt but like there's something it it just rubs me the wrong way in a lot of ways yeah um so like i'm i'm i mean not that i won't watch it because of course i will but also i'm like incredibly apprehensive (laughs) um and then the the co-star angle I feel like we're just adding too many elements, but hey, I don't write these movies, so I guess what do I know? It's like four writers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mind the, the co-star angle if it's Caitlin Stryker because I, I always enjoy her She's in fun. these movies. But I, and I think that might add something interesting because I feel like sometimes. Some like sometimes with these movies where it's just two people, if you don't have enough of a like interesting character backstory, and I don't know how the writers were writing this thing, obviously we're previewing, but it could just be boring having them talk about each other, having the moments of, you know, in the past my heart did this, or my relationship with my parents is this, and this is why I am the way I am, and you <laughs> understand me now that we've had this conversation. Like that can get a little bit old, so maybe having the the co-star will add a little spice to our cooks in the kitchen but who knows i don't know i just i feel like we've got she's moved so we have that portion we have him being an actor which is that portion and the workout and like changing Mm. body image i don't know it just feels like there's a lot happening before we even get to this other woman who like yeah caitlin striker is great and i'm happy to see her in a movie But also in the promo, it seems like Cindy Busby knows her. And how is that? Because then that's confusing. 
So hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she's the reason she left LA. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. She stole her boyfriend or something. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I did like the last team up of these, of, of Cindy and Christopher and Christy with um, uh, Chasing Waterfalls. That was a lot better oh. than I thought it was going to be. Uh, but that may be one, this, this may be one retreat movie too many. I don't know. Yeah. I, right. It like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I've just seen so many of these, they all feel like they've already been done. Mm-hmm. Cause he yeah. also did the retreat movie with Amelia. Mm-hmm. Right. Of, and I, I, Christopher's super, super nice person. Cindy's been super nice to the podcast. We love them all, but <clears throat> Yeah, I, I, that the fat suit does kind of worry me too. That uh, it'll, I don't know, be wrong messages. Yeah, we we need to have messages yeah. of body diversity and acceptance, and uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, and I have to say again, I like Christopher as a person, but the, the Jen Lilly movie. Uh, oh, that was uh, that was upsetting. One of the worst ever. It was so bad. She He didn't have anything to do in that movie. Oh. He was he was he was it could have been done by a cardboard. It was like it, that's true. It was not his fault. But no. Oh no. He you know, rarely is it their fault. <laughs> but she <laughs> was one of the most selfish characters I've ever seen as a lead in a mm. Hallmark movie. She was so self-centered about uh her friends her friend's wedding and uh and just and even in the end when she supposedly learned her lesson it was still all about her yeah no Ooh, she so she bad. sucked yeah <laughs> <as a character. laughs> she was so bad but uh uh i don't know i this one i would probably give uh if we will what what should we do should we do um uh, flowers we could do flowers that was our spring yeah. rating but since this has no oh. no this has no theme uh, we do butterflies or bumblebees <laughs> or something <laughs> bees we can do bees all right okay so this is out of five i would give it two bees i think i'm with you yeah yeah i'm I'm, I'm with you too two I, bumbles i hope it'll surprise like chasing waterfalls because that was uh that was a, that was a good one at um, the end you maybe know i'll have some workout tips you know maybe that'll be worth yeah, three bumblebees <laughs> well it i always think it's better to go in with lower expectations yeah. <laughs> that's true <laughs> all right Probably next was. we have road trip romance this is on the 14th and it stars natalie hall and Corey sevier Director Samantha Wan, writers J.B. White and Steve N. White. And it's an escalating series of unfortunate events keep delaying a young woman's journey to her sister's wedding, a journey she is forced to take with the guy who was her biggest rival in high school. What do you th- what do you think, Katie? Okay. So I'm not usually a big fan of the, oh my gosh, travel is delayed in all possible ways. How could we get to location X? Uh Usually that's not. But I am such a big fan of Natalie Hall. Mm -hmm. I think she's adorable. And I think she's like the perfect kind of person for these movies. And I I did watch the promo. um, And there's a renaissance fair involved. And so I feel like when the addition of Natalie Hall just her charm and a Ren fair. This might be actually kind of fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, you know, we've seen this movie before, you know, two people who have to take a road trip who maybe not don't like each other. And obviously they're in love. Yay. Done. Yeah. I, I it, it is a, a trope for sure, but it's one of my more liked tropes. I would say I don't mind it mm. usually. And, it, and I do think that Natalie Hall, she, can lean into the comedy more than some of the other actresses like she's she's really good with the comedy and uh i agree yeah and i think it will be funny i hope so i agree about the renaissance fair i think that's a fun wrinkle (laughs) yeah of all of the may the hallmark channel movies i think this is the one i'm looking forward to the most you know like if we're it's it's going to be incredibly formulaic but there's so much you can do with it that it's sort of like, eh, okay, I'm into it. Yeah. I Whatever. Feel, I feel like I'm trying to remember. I feel like there's a, what's it? The one with, um, 
with Brendan Elliott and um, Bonnie Somerville, where she's trying to get to her sister's wedding. Uh, but it's oh, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what he, that's like, called. He lives in like a yeah, he lives Christmas tree like, farm or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, uh, what's that one called? Oh, and that'll bug me. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, it kind of reminded me of that. And then also it, it reminded me of um, the uh, the one with uh, Rachel Lee Cook and yeah. um, Grayson Holt. That's mm-hmm. the one that I keep like, being like, oh, it's that. Yeah. Almost like just going the other way because they're going from Colorado to, to Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> but right. how interesting is it they were getting this in the summer? Because usually when we have those movies, it's like snow, obviously cannot travel, even like planes, trains, and automobiles. So I'm sort of wondering exactly why they're like, what is, what, what's the holdup? And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested in that. The, the one mm-hmm. with Brenna Alley is I Love You Like Christmas. Yeah. That's a fun yeah. one. Right. That's a fun one. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like this has potential. It could be super boring, but I even actually liked the Road Trip Royal movie that we just had. Like it it wasn't perfect, but it was pretty fun. Yeah. It's cute enough. I it was cute enough. I just didn't believe they fell in love. Yeah. No, I mean they didn't have the best chemistry, but the writing I thought was was pretty good on it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah I like the road I, like, trip. <laughs> right the the road trip was fun i just didn't i didn't believe that these two people knew each other well enough to fall in love yeah i just was like okay yeah they didn't have the <laughs> best chemistry but but i yeah. overall i was i was expecting to hate it and i ended up enjoying it so again secret happiness in life <laughs> expectations uh <laughs> so i would give this one mm, out of five i'm gonna give it three b's I think I'm going to go three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go four B's. Yes. All right. Another <laughs> and fair. And Natalie Hall. Good. <laughs> okay. So then we have Romance to the Rescue. And this is on Hallmark Channel on the 21st. This stars Andrew Brooks, Marcus Rosner, Nathan Witte, director Heather Hawthorne Doyle, and writer Barbara Kimika. It's Trevor, the new manager at the grocery store where Kira works, seems to check off all the boxes when it comes to what she's looking for in love. When her well-meaning co-worker tells dog-loving Trevor that Kira has an agility-trained dog, she pl- she plays along. Trevor is excited for Kira to enter her dog in the upcoming agility contest the store is sponsoring, leaving her with a canine quandary. She must adopt a dog and get him competition-ready stat. With the help of Mark, the head of the dog rescue, she may pull it off and learn some lessons of her own along the way. There's a lot going on there. (laughs) There's a lot going on. My first question is, I want to know what her boxes are because I'm a manager of a grocery store checks all of your boxes. (laughs) Like, I mean, he might be like the best guy in the world, but the thing he doesn't have is money. And I assume money is on this list. Well, I just wonder why does Trevor think that she has a dog? Uh, and then, that seems like a really specific thing to get wrong about somebody. A yeah. dog, Wait, even- a, an agility trained dog. Like not even just that she, you, oh, you think she has a dog, but she doesn't have a dog. She has this really specific kind of dog. And to what end? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, I can only be with a girl who has an agility trained dog. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, and why God. is the grocery store having this dog competition? And again, not just a normal like dog competition. This is an agility contest. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like the the premise just is confusing. And like quandary. obviously, you know where you know where this is going. It's pretty obvious, but I don't know. Like. It's definitely a real canine quandary. <laughs> this is like Unleashing Mr. Darcy plus A Tale of Love, which was this the newest Hallmark movie so far. Um, mm-hmm. It's like if you put if you put those two movies together, you'd have this movie. And I feel like, I mean, I just watch Unleashing Mr. Darcy if I want to watch a dog contest, really. <laughs> but at least that <laughs> made sense because yes. they were all involved in the dog world this is the i just i'm just curious to know 
why he uh, thinks that she has this dog. And interested to so find then, And she plays along. Why wouldn't you just say, nope, I don't have that kind of dog? Your information well, is incorrect, sir. I don't have it. Well, also, just, I, it's... It's this thing that I've never quite understood about, like, I think I should lie about something fundamental to life to attract the guy that I like. Yeah. Who, if if they actually, like, if this were to work out, like, he'll figure it, like, he'll he'll learn that that's a lie. Yeah. It's such Isn't a it weird nice to be in our 30s where we don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. <laughs> it just seems like a terrible, terrible plan. It's, I feel it's like it's a rocky way to start a relationship. <laughs> that being said, I'm really excited for Andrea Brooks to be the lead in one of these because I feel like she's never the lead on Hallmark. Yeah, it's she's true. done a couple up movies. Um, yeah, this year. right. She's, she's done other ones, but like I'm I'm excited yeah. for her on Hallmark. I think she's adorable. I, I yeah, we like, love Andrea. She's so great. And Marcus is. We've actually interviewed all three of these as well. Um, they're ee. they're really nice uh, people, and I I think it could still definitely be fun. Uh, I mean, the dog's usually really adorable, and uh, is you know if they have chemistry. I, would, I mean, the, I feel the like dog in the in the promo is pretty cute. Mm-hmm. So cute, yeah. Um, and you know, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of in that like, eh, what's the worst? Like, spending two hours watching a movie where I get to look at a cute dog do tricks. Like, not the worst. Use of my time. <laughs> uh-huh. Katie, if you step away at the right times, it's just the puppy bowl. It's right. fine. <laughs> Which I have no idea why they got rid of that, the, the kitten bowl, because you're just like, that. what, what could that possibly cost? Like, zero dollars? No, like, it was nothing? also to, like, promote adoption. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we got we to gotta cut the, the, the kitten bowl. I mean, this is the thing I have to say is that just because you're changing a lot of things doesn't mean you have to change everything. True. There, there was no reason to get rid of bubbly sesh. There was no, no. you know, like I mean, I, I just feel like they they're throwing Even a lot of babies out with the bathwater right now at Hallmark Channel, and we don't need to get rid of every mystery show, uh, which seems to be the case. Uh, and we don't need to, uh, we don't need to get rid of the kitten bowl. Yeah, no, there, there's some. Some choices where I'm confused. Somewhere yeah. I'm like, I'm on board for this. Yeah. And Bring back like, bubbly huh. sesh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Katie, what would you give this one? Uh, five, how many Bs? I'm going to give it three Bs. Yeah, three and a half, too. maybe. Me too. Uh, yeah, what are you, three, Hannah? Three Bs. Three. I think it's that's where. All right. Next, we have Heart of the Matter, and this is on the 15th, and it stars Amy Teagarden, Gail O'Grady, Andrew Zakar, Chandler Massey, and this is on Movies and Mysteries. This is director Mark Jean, who's done a lot of Science Hill Delivered. Uh, writer Karen Struck, and it's Andy, is a cardiologist who is devastated by the accidental death of a patient. As she and his grieving mother overcome their sorrow through forgiveness, they learn that acceptance leads to hope. So we've got a drama here. Uh, what do you think, uh, Hannah? Okay. So I, I, while looking this up a little bit, so first of all, um, Karen Struck wrote one of my favorite Hallmark dramas ever, 
Mm-hmm. It's like the only one that's still that gets me to cry like every single time, which is Second Chances. Um, oh. So I'm like th- that I'm like, okay, so I know you can do it. That being said, the poster of Amy Teagarden and Gail O'Grady with a surgical light like a halo behind their heads is really off-putting to me. <laughs> and so I'm just, I just don't know. I, I'm, you know, I don't really know how, like, the love story is going to fit in here. I feel like based on the promo, Andy oh, yeah, that is going to... is rough. Oh, no. I haven't yeah, seen it before. It's really bad. And I'm like, oh, it, like, I, I mean, if they weren't going for a halo, they it, messed up. It looks like it looks like they're about to take like a quantum leap or something. Like, yeah, it's but it's like they're, they're, it's it's very uncanny valley. But also like these are not angels like these Ghosts? are people. Well, like, I, I feel like Chandler Massey has got to be a ghost in this, right? <laughs> like something, man. It really, it looks wow. That looks really <laughs> bad. I mean, so like, I, I just don't know. I'm. I mean, I'm excited. Like, I want to give it the benefit of the doubt because I, of how much I love Second Chances, but I'm, I'm just really apprehensive. <laughs> I, I'm excited to have Gail Grady back because uh, she's, I think, a really good actress and she hasn't been in the Hallmark movie since um, Love on Ice. Uh, but I really love her um, All I Want for Christmas. It's one of my favorite classic Hallmark Christmas mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's really good where she uh, her son ent- enters her she's uh, enters her into this um, uh, find a all I want for Christmas, your greatest Christmas wish. And her son enters her uh, that she needs a, uh, a husband. <laughs> this wish. Okay. And, uh, and of course she has the, this next door neighbor played by Robert Mailhouse, who is like un- almost unreasonably like loyal and dedicated. And like, she's friend zoned so hard. <laughs> but I still really, it's really cute. It's really fun. Uh, so then that that goes way back to like 2007 was that one but uh one of my favorite classic uh, classic hallmark movies and so i'm excited to have her back in the in the family but boy yeah that poster yeah it's like i i want to like take someone aside and be like you did a bad I'm just excited about this title and it's about a cardiologist. Like, I mean, like if yeah. I was like thinking of like pitches to Hallmark, I'd be like, okay, it's about a cardiologist and this and we're to call it heart of the matter. And I just really yeah. kind of appreciate sort of pun-ish or on the nose titles in yeah. this way. And I understand that this is a, like, this is high drama, so it's not like cute pun here. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I am interested, like you guys were saying in, in the love story, but I... One thing I'm kind of enjoying with some of these hallmarks is that the love story doesn't necessarily have to be the central focus mm-hmm. and that you can tell different stories that are about love that aren't romantic um, and hallmark movies. I'm sorry. Hallmark movies and mysteries is yeah. doing a better job. That's sort of where those movies live. So I, I feel like I think classified should have been on that network, honestly. Well, see, yeah. that, I, <laughs> I, I feel like that's fine. My thing is that in the promo for Heart of the Matter – I don't believe Andrew Zakar shows up. Mm. Like he's just not in it. Mm. <laughs> well, and sure. it's like, so, you know, like, it's not like it has to be like the main focus. Cause I think the main focus should be like her figuring out that it's okay, that she didn't do anything wrong. If she, you know, like this wasn't a negligent doctor death of some kind, <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm assuming she's not that person. Be a very uh, different movie. <laughs> um, I mean, I just wish that with these dramas that they've been doing the last uh, year and a half or so, I wish that they would make them either two part or maybe even three part series. 
because Mm -hmm. I just think it's almost impossible to build up your characters and have enough, uh, enough character growth for a drama to work uh, Mm -hmm. in basically 90 minutes. It's really hard. And whereas like the thing that what makes it work about the rom-coms and even the mysteries, because the mysteries are series. Right. And, uh, uh, but with, the the rom-coms is you have these archetypes that we immediately know okay this character's the bad man of business this character's the you know whatever and that helps you to just immediately get into the movie you don't need a lot of kind of character growth really from our characters and when you get it it's kind of a a bonus it adds to it but with these mystery i mean with these dramas i always feel like they're rushed and there's just not like one summer was a pretty good movie but it felt rushed to me uh the um benedict stone was a pretty good movie but it felt rushed to me and i think both of those would have been way better as two-part series fair yeah i would have even been fine if they were like you know we pick up next week like it, yeah. it being like this is not really a series or in anything that like we're just doing this movie in two parts yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah like we're stopping in the middle and we're telling you that mm-hmm. i mean i don't yeah. know i grew up with these with the with the classic hallmark hall of fame sunday dramas that you watched and they seemed to get it done in 90 minutes so i don't understand the issue necessarily of because i agree with you i think some of them feel rushed i feel like i don't understand the character but i did with those yeah, and i don't know if maybe my pace has changed or or what but i think I it have can a, be done i have a hypothesis Ooh. because i feel like the newer ones are tackling more than romance drama mm-hmm. and that's why it, like if you if you're trying to do romance drama and you have 90 minutes you can kind of do it but if you're trying to do romance drama and family drama or like work drama it's when you're like adding more stuff then nothing feels done that's fair yeah i'm just looking to see how long some of those so yeah you're right i mean like loving leah that's a great hall of fame and that's an hour and 35 minutes so it's not that much longer uh if it is you know maybe a hair longer than these um but not much so yeah you're right that's a good point but i think that's the challenge is where where you don't have that as much in the the rom-coms do not require the same level of character development to be effective as the dramas because you need to be invested in like what is happening to these people and 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 you know these the trauma that is happening and and uh in order for it to 100 percent work and um i don't know so Maybe this one will be successful since it so. seems like they're not getting into the romance so much since the quote unquote romantic like partner of this doesn't appear in the promo or in the description. Yeah, so. you're right. It's not <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to love between women and finding acceptance through hope or whatever it mm-hmm. is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I will give this. Mm, I'm going to give it three bees i probably would have given it four before i saw that poster (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry to have brought that to your attention but it like i I need other people on this like oh no train with me (laughs) terrible if it's a good movie they should be upset (laughs) oh no i'm gonna give it two and a half bees yeah i I think i'm on the two and a half bees as well i'm just um, like it prove me wrong hallmark movies and mysteries but (laughs) Mm -hmm. all right last one is called rip in time and this is on the 22nd and movies mysteries tori devito and niall mater and it is sarah is an organic farmer who meets a man named Rip Van Winkle Jr., which is hilarious, uh, who claims to be from 1787. Soon she discovers old-fashioned romantic feelings that might just be as crazy as his story. (laughs) I don't know why Rip Van Winkle Jr., that makes me laugh. So good. Oh my god, this movie looks bonkers bananas. In the best way. so terrible. And I cannot wait. (laughs) 
So, so if you guys, I mean, if <laughs> listeners of Hallmarkies probably know if you've listened to the episodes we've appeared on, and listeners of our of our podcast absolutely know that our favorite movies <laughs> across any sort of like network, but our favorite movies are the ones that have a little bit of magical realism in them, and especially when it's like kind of impossible. You're like, how is this even a thing? I don't care. Give it to me. Like a timeless Christmas is one of our favorite things, like ever. <laughs> Yeah, that was. And so I'm really excited about this because, like, whoever came up with this idea, just wow and amazing and cool. And I love Niall Mater, and I feel like only Niall Mater could pull off this without it being completely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes me really happy. (laughs) And and we'll see. It could be terrible. It could be a romp and fun time. I I mean, I I don't have any hope for it to be good, but I'm I'm so excited. I, I wonder if they wrote the comet that Candace Cameron Bray wrote in a. <laughs> oh right, right. Oh god, that movie. Also, like sometimes. The, I mean, we, like the we choices. Had a, we had a train time travel in a. Yep. It, we had a train. We had a clock. clock. We had a. Cl- a comet mm-hmm. uh any other time i mean i guess in in the rip rip van winkle lore he just falls asleep for yeah yeah he's just he's not there is no time travel which he sounds just... amazing by the way i would love to fall asleep for like a good long time just wake up refreshed <laughs> feels good yeah it's like <laughs> fall asleep for 200 years oh my god <laughs> i mean it's, it, it's gotta be it's gotta be a big like scary thing like i you know yeah. Time travel, <laughs> as fun as it is to imagine, I'm glad I don't have to do it because I think I would lose my mind. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm Someone's forcing time travel on us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm, I, and I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad for that. I think I would be bad at it. <laughs> but that being said, I am here for whatever happens in this movie. I'm like. I mean, just it. I don't know. I don't even know. I, like, I, I'm, I'm ready to discover some old-fashioned romantic feelings. I, I, I think this could be fun. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Katie, this is this is going to be for you because I feel like the past few live tweets we've done, we've managed to come up with some kind of like, oh no, they're alone together. They must be married now. <laughs> Uh, well, comment. I'm hoping that he just thinks that everybody is witches. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is a, everybody is a witch. Oh my gosh, magic is real. And then yeah, we'll come up with some fun things. And maybe old fashioned like romantic feelings means like, ooh, the cut of his calf is very tempting or something <laughs> like that. I mean, 1787. He'd probably expect everyone to have British accents. That is very really? possible. It hasn't like boiled down quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. There, you know, I mean, I assume she's going to be wearing pants. That's yeah. going to be like Rocking. a thing. Uh, but why Junior? Like, so is this like a, <laughs> is this like a Van Winkle like hereditary thing where the people in the Van Winkle family just fall asleep for two hundred years? I'd be afraid to go to bed. Be like, <laughs> don't fall asleep. But, okay, I don't. I mean, I know the lore of Rip Van Winkle, but. When was he? So like, Rip Van Winkle, the same time period. Washington yeah, so, Irving. So, yeah. yeah but so, it was, so, but it was first published. I'm seeing this on Wikipedia. First published in 1819. So this is actually. Was it, but he was asleep for. Yeah, I guess uh, it was. Uh, maybe he. Yeah, uh, I think he was I don't asleep know. for like 100 years or something. Yeah, I don't know. I wanted, I wanted to say. I feel like 200 years is because also like. Oh no, it's only 20. He only sleeps oh, really? twenty. Yeah, he wakes oh. twenty years oh. later to a very changed world. He's. I mean, he's missed, you would he, in twenty years. It says he's True. missed the American Revolution, the modern day equivalent. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah. Uh, huh. see, first published in 1819, it follows a Dutch American villager in colonial America named Rip Van Winkle, who meets mysterious Dutchmen imbibes their liquor and falls asleep in the Catskill Mountains. He wakes 20 years later to a very changed world having missed the American Revolution. Huh. So, according to that, he is, there's nothing in him intrinsically that would make him sleep. It is 
the, uh, the alcohol. Yes, alcohol. That's right. <laughs> Which is why they named that bourbon after him, that Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> I mean, um, it kind of reminds me of oh, what was that called? The um, oh, so let me look it up. The, there was a Seth Rogen movie uh, where he played a pickle guy. And oh, he, yeah. It, it was called some like I, I never watched that. Yeah, I but didn't. It's like his like cousin from the old country or something comes to New York or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What was it called? Let me see. Um, but. But anyway, it's it was called like an American hero or something like that. Um, no, wasn't it called like an American pickle? Oh yeah, you're right, an American pickle. <laughs> American pickle. But that was a comedy. This is a, a romantic drama, I guess. I mean, it's on movies and mysteries. So, so one of my favorite. Speaking of Hallmark uh, movies of the week, <laughs> um, Hall of Fame, Hallmark Hall of Fame is the love letter. And I forced Anna and I to do this as an episode for my mom's birthday, forced it. And it is about, it is, it is kind of a, a love story between time. It's Jennifer Jason Lee and Campbell Scott, and they write to each other. She is in uh, Civil War era, like America, and he is in current times, which at this point is like the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Just, um, which is amazing to watch um and so they write to each other and they fall and they, they fall in love and like these conflicting times and then like there is t- a time travel element because he gets a concussion and like goes back in time somehow <laughs> which is amazing um so i'm hoping that this movie is in the same spirit as that movie and if it is i'm so on board yeah me too <laughs> hannah me hates too. me right now <laughs> no no you know i i didn't have the same reaction to that movie but i also didn't watch it as a child so yes. you know what it, i haven't seen that one in a the, long long time uh, it kind of reminds me of the um, lake house which is so bad that was so <laughs> amazingly oh, bad oh it's so bad it, but i love it although there is a hilarious <laughs> clip on youtube of sandra bullock and, and uh, keanu reeves trying to explain the plot of the lake house <laughs> The Lake House is one of those movies where I feel like it's worth watching because it comes up in conversation way more than it should. So much. Literally, I'm I'm doing a 30 Rock rewatch and they like mention it at some point in like 30 Rock. It's a great. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Well, I'm going to be hopeful uh, on this one. I do really like Nell Mater and Tori DeVito. So I'm gonna. Yeah, the- I feel like we don't see Tori Devito enough. I loved yeah. the Christmas Promise. It was so good, and uh, yeah, I've liked. I feel like I've liked all of her movies for homework. But anyway, I'm gonna give it a four point five. I'm gonna be optimistic, but it could be a good for you. Total disaster. This movie. No, same, same. Four and a half B's for me. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite there with you guys. I'm going with three and a half. Oh, uh, but. Um, you know, I'm excited uh, this, uh, of all the ones that we've talked about. I'm probably most excited to watch this one and, you know, it, whether it's good or bad, Yeah, you know, like I could be, I will be j- uh, probably just as happy if it's a disaster as if it's really good. <laughs> oh, I agree. This one has like the, the most so bad it's good uh, potential yeah. of like right. just watching it and being like what is happening <laughs> that 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 teetering on the knife's edge is what what actually like fuels Hannah and I with if something is so bad it's good that just gives us recharges the batteries so <laughs> give it <laughs> uh so what do you give it Katie oh yeah I'm at four and a half B's for me all right I'm yeah. very excited about this <laughs> Well, thank you so much, ladies, for doing this. This was so much fun. I really love – I feel like we should just do this every so often because I just miss yeah. talking to you. <laughs> yeah, love of it. course. We of love course, it. we should always do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can people find your uh, your live tweeting and also your podcast and all that fun stuff? Yeah, so we are One Kiss Means Forever. Um, the podcast is on podcast platforms all of them mm-hmm. pretty much and, you know yeah we'll put uh, that all in the description <laughs> <laughs> um and then we we do live tweeting and instagram and stuff uh one kiss means forever and one and four are numbers in our name 
you know, on, on yeah. your handles. Tag, you, whatever it is. You yeah. are also yeah. amazing with that live tweeting. We did that when we first started the podcast. I just couldn't keep it up. It was just too, it was too You know, much. I, I will have to say that if it weren't for the pandemic, I don't know if we would do it the mm-hmm. way we do. I think we just, you know, we yeah. were all stuck at home with nothing else to do. So you might as well. Right. And then now I'm kind of like, eh, it's what I do on Saturday nights. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and and my, my partner is in the service industry. So he usually waits tables or whatever on Saturday nights. So if I don't have anything else planned, what better mm. way to spend it than on Twitter with my friends? <laughs> like, <it's> pretty great. <laughs> but you all should definitely check it out. They're live tweeting. It's super great. And, uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And also make sure you are following the podcast, A Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave both of our podcast five-star reviews. We sure, sure would yeah. appreciate it. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is a lot of fun. And we are going to have... Uh, Kathy Cloves, who wrote The Christmas Promise, and it was always you. Uh, she's going to be our next Q&A guest uh, on the 30th. So now's the time to sign up for the Patreon. And you can participate in that, which is really fun. Because she's not on social media or anything. So this is your chance to get to talk to her and ask questions. And uh, you uh, also should check out the merch store. We have tons of fun Hallmark-inspired merch. And uh, we appreciate that. Thanks again, ladies. This was a blast. And we'll talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.